So oddly enough, the music's not starting on the stream, so I'm just going to start the show. Fuck it. No no opening music. That's how we start the show. This actually is a pretty odd because we had the, I had audio issues at the start of the stream. I still think it's because I unplugged everything and replugged it all back in for um for my my new computer, which is now RMA'd. So that's that's how we're starting to show, guys. Whatever. For some reason, the OBS isn't picking up specifically the audio of the openings. So, eh, whatever. At least it picks up the uh, sound of the co-host. So I am one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy Poveromo. Joining me is Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gary Fox. And at this Asher, we're just going to speed through that because I know that Sly's got other things on his mind anyway. And besides, we got some exciting stuff to talk about. Right. Right. What, what else yeah. is on my mind? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know, you're right. I, I, what else could possibly be on your mind? Yeah. 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 Well, you know. wait, wait, the GT Sport beta? Is that your Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, like, what I, else is happening like, this week? Yeah. Yeah. GT Sport beta. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. what I was referring to and nothing else. <laughs> the fucked up part is like, uh, like you only get several hours to play it. And this is the time slot that I, I got to play it. So, yeah. All right. Well, okay. Luckily, nothing else is broken. Um, at least when I switch to the next scene, it's not broken. Your guys' faces are in the right place, so it's just no music. Just for I don't know why it just happened that way. I listened to music during the stream earlier, and it worked fine. So I'm gonna assume Zoom screwed up in some way. This week's episode we have been waiting for for a very long time now. So much so that I didn't even bother to make another slide introduction. Slides only slide that's here. Three point five six spoiler cast. We've been waiting for like a week. Yeah, uh, what are you talking about? We've been, I mean, 3.56. We were waiting. We just kept saying, oh. when is it? When is it? When is it? When is it? And now, because we were all waiting for to fit. Well, we want to know the end, man. It's been a long wait to know the end. Mm, that's true. Of, that's of, true. The, of the, the Heavensward story. So, real quick, yeah. before we go into specifics, I was probably about to ask mm-hmm. the question you're about to ask. But go ahead. Overall thoughts, no specifics. Uh, FSU go. Well, see, here's, here's the problem is that everyone's been comparing it to 2.55, um, which is which is strange to me. It's like, I don't know, you should sort of meet it on its own terms. We, need, we do need to remember that um, 3.5 and 3.56 were originally supposed to be one patch. Yeah. Um, so the story has been uh, sort of cut in half and uh, it was never going to be as, as long and drawn out and dramatic as uh, as 2.55 so i feel like when you when you want to talk about 3.56 you need to talk about 3.5 like as a whole you know I what think i mean that's fair so i think piece. As, i think as a whole it is uh definitely one of the the most uh exciting and enthralling story patches that we've had period it's great awesome love it sly if we're going to talk about 3.5 as a whole, yeah, I'll agree with you. Um, it, I'll say I'm content. Mm-hmm. I still feel like, even if you just compare 3.5 to 2.5, um, 2.5 story-wise had a little bit more urgency. And what I think, I think we'll get that urgency that we're, that I think I'm missing or we're missing from, 3.5, we'll get it at the beginning of 4.0. Well, what, what, what do you think produced the urgency in 2.55? Or 2.5 generally? Pretty much everything that went down. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Um, what about the, what about the false assassination, like the um, the crystal breaks falling apart? Mm-hmm. Um, See, I feel like that's like small change compared to the sense of urgency <clears throat> of hey, uh, Ilbert has vicariously declared war on the Galilean Empire on behalf of the Eorzean Alliance. And that is something we need to address immediately. And hey, look, we've got a fucking uh, a Dalmud ready to hatch in the sky above Belsar's wall now. It's like, I, I, don't, I don't see, I, I, people have been saying this, like the sense of urgency in 2.55, all the silence disappearing, um, the, uh, the, the, the threat of uh, you know, revolution or whatever in Uldan. I'm like, that's, that's, that's nothing. Like, have you guys not been paying attention to what happened in 3.5? That's nothing compared to what's going on right now. Oh, well, we're on the precipice of a world war. It, to me, it won't hit until I actually see it. Sure. Okay. The war yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's, right. yeah, it's, once we get to the immediate conflict, mm-hmm. then it'll probably, it'll probably start to sink in. Uh, with two with two point five or two point five five, it it sunk in immediately. You mm-hmm. pretty much felt what happened. This, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there were epic moments, and I, I just feel like it doesn't compare. But it, they're two different scales. Well, I mean, Yoshi P did say that the 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 tone was going to be quite different. I feel like mm-hmm. while the overarching the way it affects the story is far more impactful in 3.5. I feel like they kept trying to put you in situations that were, I guess, oops, sorry about that, more immediately demanding in 2.5. Like, I first of all, I think all of 2.5's little part where Moonbrita sacrifices herself, I feel like that mm-hmm. has, like, yeah, we killed an Asian, but that entire segment of story doesn't actually have as much impact other than confirming you can destroy an Asian. Like, mm-hmm. they just threw it at one of the fucking no-name Asians in front of us just for the sake of showing that, you can, that you can destroy them. It sets it up for 3.0, mm-hmm. pretty much, when you, yeah. kill, when you kill one of them again. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least Minfilia was at threat, and, so, and if they had gotten their hands on that, it was like immediately, like, oh, you're weak, you're defenseless, I'm gonna go fucking take care of my shit right now. Look, let me, let me, um, let me posit this. I reckon the, the, the feeling of... Um, you know, throughout however you want to put it, in 3.5 and uh, 5 and 3.56 was massively diminished by the fact that its pacing was completely ruined by cutting it in half. Um, I can give you that. I reckon that if it was presented as it was uh, originally intended as one story patch and the pacing had remained uninterrupted and kept sort of uh, escalating, then... I think it would have been, I don't, I don't think people would be saying, oh, it kind of felt a bit, you know, less uh, impactful. I partially agree with you. Some, I, I still would feel the same way, even if it were, like, lengthwise the same. Mm-hmm. I still would still feel the same way. Um, I'll just go ahead and get into it. Omega. Yeah, just I'm just gonna go ahead and get to it. Uh, yeah. Omega, like, like it was, it was a momentary glance of a grander issue, mm-hmm. kind of like what the beginning of 2.0 was, like the sure, opening absolutely. scene, the opening scene of 2.0. That that was a beginning glance of a larger issue that you will tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And again, the weight, I won't really feel the weight until we actually get more interaction with Omega and Jiri. So you don't think that you felt the, the weight of Bahamut playing through the uh, original realm? It was more contained, so it was hard to feel the same amount of... Cause it, was Shinri, so, it was hanging it, over everything. Like, it? the power is there, but the weight... Like, mm -hmm. Bahamut's presented as destroying the realm, whereas we literally had an answer for Shinryu and that of Omega. And yeah. he just... He, I mean, he, he mitigates the majority of what would have been, basically. Said. It's all about what would have been. That's a lot mm -hmm. of... Like, instead of what does happen, it's what would have been. In this but it's one. still, but it's still what would have. It's still an unanswered question. Yeah, it is still a what will, what what and, will, what can. The kind of comparity issue. I mean, even then we had Louis Swat. So you, I mean, the two are pretty much similar. But I'll agree, this one was more kind of contained in the fact that we had this weapon, and. Mm -hmm. Really didn't feel I wouldn't say we even have the weapon. We just turned him on, and he yeah. did his own thing from that he point. He does his own thing, absolutely. Nero did not seem pleased. He's like, "Fuck, it can't be controlled." Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's let's hit the let's hit the points one by one now because we jumped mm -hmm. immediately into the the highlight aspect of it. Something that we considered mm -hmm. if that wasn't Ralger, our second choice was Shinri. The only reason we were led to believe it was Ralger was because they say him say yeah. his name upon death. But there was reason to believe, of course, with it being Omega, that the other option was that it was indeed Shinryu in there. And we found See, out I which one for certain. I thought Shinryu was going to show up. In the um, raid. Yeah, and, and I thought like he, he was going to be more um, like a good guy. It, 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 lack of I remember you presenting that theory. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be a, a primal. I'm, I'm almost tempted... Um, at the moment to be calling this Shinryu Shinralga, just because there does seem to be so much of Ralga in it. And Alfino makes the point of uh, it's sort of uh, presented in the form of a dragon because it was using uh, Nidhogg's eyes uh, as, a, as a power source. But I can't help but wonder if when we get in there, we actually fight it, that it is going to be a, a sort of mashup of, of, you know, Ralga and, uh, and uh, uh, Nidhogg. Oh, and I can't wait to talk about that because there's something in the English translation that leads us to think of what the final encounter inside the Bend of Time will already be. There's one mm -hmm. line of dialogue mm -hmm. that leads you to believe what the final boss may actually end up being. Obviously, everyone's first thought's Omega or Shinryu, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. we'll get into that in a little bit. So we start 3.56 right where we left off 3.5. Papalimo sacrificed himself to seal Shinryu in. We know it's not going to last very long. Mm -hmm. I still think he's going to pop up in the bend of time as well, in the same way okay. Swad did. Definitely. Yeah. Maybe even play a fight, play a part in the fight of Shinryu. But we're immediately like, okay, what the fuck do we do? And sure mm -hmm. enough, Nero's like, all right, I'll tell you guys what we do. He just walks up. He's like, yeah, I knew where you guys would be. Whatever. And that's here. absolutely yeah. what we expected. Yeah. It surprised nobody. Yeah. He's just like, um, he, hey, guys, I knew you'd be meeting here. So I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna do. All right, that's. Wasn't it? Wasn't it interesting how uh, Rob Bond's like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm the one that uh, that engineered uh, Ultima Weapon." And they're just like, "Oh cool." They're not immediately like, "Yeah, I wanna like not even like I wanna fuck you up." Yeah. Yeah, they're just like, "Oh, all right, sweet." They don't recognize him without the armor. But he <laughs> says, "I'm I'm I'm the the engineer of Eorzea's demise at the hands of Ultima Weapon." They're just like, hi, fuck yeah, dude. Right on. Yeah. To be hey, fair, Rob Bond never got to see Ultima Weapon. 
True. Other than the explosion. Yeah, but yeah. Well, he never I like thought... he he got to see Ultima cast from outside, and he never got. He wasn't there when Ultima absorbed the primals. Mm. He wasn't part of the fight. He was just chilling. Like, man, I sure hope they're okay. We're gonna stare at this tube until they run through it. I mean, that's true. I guess Ultima like didn't actually kill all that many Aeosians. So yeah, exactly. Hey, um, at the same time, you would have thought that Sid's opposition would have raised some flags amongst the leaders. Yeah, Sid's like this. Fuck this guy. You guys yeah. don't know. I grew up with him, okay? He's an asshole. He only cares about himself. That's um, it. it was interesting, and, and again, this is something that we predicted, that if you finished Lord of Darkness, you get one line of one, dialogue. One line of dialogue. He's just like, oh, don't think what you did at the Crystal Tower makes up for any of that. Yeah. It's absolutely no, no consequence whatsoever, uh, which is disappointing, but it's exactly what we expected. Um, so, yeah, he says, well, we're going to have to wake up Omega Weapon. And they're like, well, oh, but nobody knows how to. And he's like, mm, have you seen, I can do have it. You seen my dick? Um, <laughs> AKA <laughs> Ultima Weapon. Yeah. So they head off for, uh, for Carno Flats, which, of course, he's already been to, and they find some... Uh, some Baby face rotating. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. Now, now, wait a minute. Because we, we had, a, we all had our thoughts when we first saw the uh, 3.5 trailer as to who this was. We finally got a name. We didn't know yeah. any kind of lore behind it. We are, some of us, I thought that he may have been in some relation to Rotaten. He definitely looked the part. So did I. I thought that um, that they were going to be like remnants of the the Fourteenth Legion, um, who were like trying to take control of Omega or whatever for their own purposes. But yeah, it turns out that they're literally just um, I don't know what would you call them like the assassins. Uh, they were they were a, a sort of I don't know. There were a lot of them for them to be assassins. They were not very. They were just like, dude, listen, a Garlean Black Ops squad. I'm here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's fair. They did seem like a kind of Black Ops squad. And and near, I can't remember the name of the Rogadin. I was like, oh, Rim, no one cares. That's why. Grimlot. Grimlot. Yes. Grimlot. G G R Y N E W A H T. Yeah. Grimlot. Grimlot. What? That's an awful. Well, it's a, it's a it's an awful name for an awful looking Roganin. Yeah. Let me. I think I somewhere. <laughs> did you leave it in Did you leave it in California? Nope. He did not leave it in California, guys. He in, and then, in the first in the first trailer for three point five, did didn't Grinwatt have a mask on to begin with anyway? And no, and I, he, they always, they showed him without a mask since okay. the beginning. Yeah. Okay. I was, Sure. Grim what? Grim what? There you go. Grin what? Um, oh, sorry. Anyway, uh, Nier made the point. It was like, of, you know, of all the people that blah, 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 blah. And uh, he got away, didn't he? Who got away? Grim what? Didn't he? Yeah. He, I think he, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he pieced yeah, his guy out. Um, yeah. So we're going we're gonna to see more of him, and he seems to be, like, vaguely important for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. So I want to actually take a step back. It's going okay. back to when the when Nero just shows up at the Lotus stand and he's just and they're just like, yeah, sure, come on in. They immediately trusted him. <laughs> yeah, it's like so given given no 
real reason to trust him other than having no other choice and threatening to assassinate him if he fucks anything up. That's about it. Like, <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, yeah, travel with him. No problem. I was kind of bothered about, like, kind of how you mentioned Well, it's Rob probably Bobby. because, like, you know, we kicked his ass. Pretty much anyone present could kick his ass. Like, it's not a not big deal. Um, by the way, Grim, Grim Watt's name, it's not that interesting. It means cruel god. Apt, considering Omega's awakening. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Grim Watt. There it is. That's the spelling. What's Grim? Grim. Grim Watt. There right. you go. Does that change what his name actually means? It absolutely does, because Grim is cruel. Grind. I said Grim like five times, and you just kept saying Grim. So Grind means? Um, grind is green, so he's green guy. That's even worse. <laughs> well, I mean, he's like, he's like baby-faced, you know? He's a little, he's a little baby. Everything he's about this character is a joke. Now, we did kind of skip over, I mean, one happening at the beginning uh, when, we, when we uh, first met Gatetsu. Gatetsu is a me. great character. <laughs> he's like, now, he, he's like the, the Hildebrand or the Gilgamesh that is part of the main story and is useful. That's what I was saying. I was like, Gil Gilgamesh? He's literally like a Gilgamesh. That's part of the main story. Okay, before we go any further, both of you, were you all under the impression before you even, you know, did the did the story that he was a row? No, I thought he was a. I thought he was a here. There's two. There's two uh, potentials here. I think one is that he's half sea wolf. Mm -hmm. uh, as not only for the appearance, but for the fact that he fucking rode, literally from the other side of the world, in a rowboat without stopping. I, I no words. Um, and uh, the, the other is that he is a clan of Rogaden that we have not encountered yet. But as, as we know, there are plenty of other clans of Alras. There's been hints that there may be other clans of Elzen around the world, other clans of Hur. It is possible that this is a, a, another clan of Rogaden which appear in Arthur that we haven't seen uh, before. I think he's a halfling. You know, the only thing that's funnier than the fact that he rode all the way across in that little road is the fact that he now intends to go back the same way he came but with Yugiri. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I got my rowboat. Let's go, Yugiri. <laughs> yeah, like, it's kind of fucked up that we didn't even offer him a ride. Well, he just peaced out. He just... Well, I, I assume that he left at the same time as Yugiri did. Yeah, yeah they, they left together. <laughs> he just peaced out. He's just like, meh. I'm out. Right. I, I fought. Now I'm gone. That's it. She did her thing. I did my thing. We're good. I mean, Merlweb sailing to the new world with like a fleet. She would have traveled like maybe the same sort of ballpark distance as this dude has done in a fucking rowboat. Mm -hmm. It's pretty badass. It's pretty badass. If I may say now, so. I will say the one thing that kind of did leave me wanting. I mean, they we just see Gasetsu and um, Yugiri. Yugiri, excuse me. Uh, we just see them walk off. It's like there's no, we have no real motivation to go to Doma. Right oh, now. oh, we'll get into our motivation to go to Doma. There's sure, some sure, big sure, sure. motivation to go to Doma. So after we take care of Green God, 
grind what? And is, is his armor green? I'm colorblind. Someone said his armor yeah, is green. green. Okay. Was it green? I'm colorblind, so I'm I can't. He had say like shit. green pauldrons. It was it was at yeah. least partly green. Okay. Yeah. So we have that fight there, and I think the number one thing people pay attention to in that fight yeah, right. is watching Gosetsu fight. He uses maybe four abilities that we could label as samurai abilities, like a three-part combo and a dash attack mm-hmm. at some point. People are like, what do you think of that? I don't know about you guys, but I'm like, what do you mean, what do I think? He used three abilities in an AoE. They look cool, but I don't know what they yeah. do. There's nothing, there's like nothing we can say about them. And he's a, and he's a fucking funny character. In every, I'm glad to have a character like him. A lot of people story. have been like, oh, but it's silly, and it's like, you know, diminishing the, the sort of urgency and seriousness there. I'm like, no. But then as soon as you see him fight, you're like, okay. Yeah. He's just doing like the Biggs and Wedge thing, only much better. Oh, the cone slash attack is his charge, is the attack where he charges the... I forgot, that's the fifth attack you see, is he charges the katana and does that thing that we see from the, from the samurai trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you guys also oh. notice in that fight that there was there was at least one AOE that the NPCs ran out of? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We all noticed. They have the like, technology. <laughs> like, where where the fuck has this been? Is that hinting at squad stuff? I think it is. So um, apparently, for the abilities in uh, ACT, Hammer is saying that. Gosetsu, it says Gosetsu readies an attack, which is the same thing ACT says whenever casters charge up. Mm-hmm. Versus when... Uh-oh. <laughs> well, Uh-oh. I mean, we, we know there's a, at least one attack that charges up. And we know hmm. there's probably more Yeah, we, we kind of figured that. So I'm not actually that surprised. But it's official. NPCs are better than the duty finders. That's all I know. Oh, yeah. As soon as you automate NPCs to run out of shit, you're just like, well... Sorry, sorry, member of our raid team, but uh, he's officially proven himself. Yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna take. Gosetsu. He's losing DPS, but he's living. So. <laughs> but I have better uh, DPS. What we're gonna take Gosetsu. <laughs> Gosetsu's gonna be our samurai for our raid group now. Sorry, sorry, anonymous guy who went samurai week one and has no idea how to play it. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so anyway. We have that fight. We get to see some of the animations. We murder a bunch of people. We get to use the Red Baron without mm-hmm. paying $12. Mm-hmm. And it comes with a couple of that. Now people, you see people were upset. Like, how come my $12 mount doesn't have abilities on it? Because it's just a fucking mount. So other mounts have abilities on it. <laughs> it has one ability. One ability. But this one has, what, four or five? Just give us four, all four of the abilities. That's it. Pay twelve bucks? Why not? Right? Yeah. I, I like that he just brings us his mount. He's just like, yeah, I'm gonna lend this to you. Just don't fuck it up, real quick. Mm-mm-mm. Done. All right. Friggin' Nero. Everything about him is. I'm. I don't know. I think the biggest thing for me, I'm taking away between Kosetsu, Yugiri, even Alphano Alice, with the way they've grown, Raubon, Pippin, who I'm assuming will finally have a more important role than, hey, I found you. Which was all he did in 2.55. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, I like our band of characters more now so far than I kind of did back when we entered Ishgard. Like, Estinian and Isail like, were fine, but they also have nothing to do with anything anymore. So. 
I don't know. I mean, but Estinian and his cell were momentary. Yeah, and these will be momentary as well. We're not going to be with these characters forever either. Estinian's going to show up again. At some I'm point, yeah. That. He's going to yeah. be showing up in 4.x. Sale's the one who's who's done so. I, I, don't, I like our band of characters more now. I, I definitely like the characters as they've grown definitely more than the way that the Scions were initially presented. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're much more interesting characters now. And even the majority of Ishgard I didn't find too interesting. It was just the, the key four that you traveled with to the yeah. Turning Mists. So yeah. I'm, uh, I'm much happier with having a dude who is literally a main villain back at the game's launch, a dude who's a samurai who's a complete buffoon, an but assassin... Coming with us, Nero is absolutely or is he coming gonna be with tied us. in with the eight man. I don't know. I think he. I think they're gonna they're gonna bounce him back and forth a little bit. I kind of like so. what they did with Alize. Yeah, I think he'll get bounced around a little bit. I do hope so. Yeah, because I mean, if not, regardless, I'd still. I mean, the last we saw him in the main story, he was still with us. So maybe he he comes with us for a time because it yeah. is it is at this point we're fighting. His homeland. Yeah. And he always wants to show Sid up. <laughs> Anywhere Sid is, he always wants to show him up. He'd be like, oh, yeah, you think you can kick kick the Garleans' asses? I'll show you how we kick the Garleans' asses. And before he'll turn. Uh, but Omega's going to have a much more uh, central, I wouldn't say central, but it'll be more involved with main story than what Alexander was. So, yeah, we're going to get a lot more. That's deliberately why they had all 3.56, yeah. because of the complaints of Alexander having felt like they're just suddenly there's this colossus. I think I think most of the presence we're going to see related to the main scenario quest, though, is the fact that it fucked up Girabanya quite badly. Which gives us a better way to get a foothold in to fight back. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm starting to think now that that mountain with the big old the big old hole through it might not actually be uh, the meteor that the uh, the Amdapori followed up into Yerbanya. It might have just happened. Well, I thought that I always thought that based on the trailer that Omega's because before we saw Shinryu, I thought Omega's blast that you see in the trailer. Mm -hmm. I always thought that was what caused it. Yeah, it seems like it may have been, or one of them crashing through it. You yeah. know, at this point. Yeah. So that's so we t so we take care of that, and now we get into the meat, the main cutscene that everyone talks about. We activate Ida activates Ida. We'll get into that in a little bit. Activates Omega, and we get to watch a fight between who Shinryu, who conveniently broke out of his prison right as Omega was getting there. Um, and and that's it. Then now we get to watch this badass fight scene between Shinryu and Omega. It's the Shin first time we've ever that's ever happened. We've yeah. never seen fight. The story presented in Final Fantasy V, or in the Final Fantasy universe, is that Omega was created and sent several copies of himself through the void to different dimensions to hunt down Shinryu. That was his sole purpose for being created originally. Mm -hmm. And they've never encountered each other. So this is the mm -hmm. first time it has it's visually been presented. Yeah. yeah, that we've actually seen Omega and Shinryu put up against one another. Mm -hmm. Which was exhilarating. It was a great cutscene. If I only wish it was rendered, I hope that like I I just want a fully rendered version of of that battle. Yeah, I wouldn't count on it. But that I know, awesome. but I would love it. Yeah. Just because I can't count on it doesn't mean I wouldn't love it. You could replace Shinryu and Omega with Goku and Frieza, and the fight would play out pretty similarly. No, except one would kill themselves. 
and then the other one would let him live and then have to shoot him in the face and then trunks will come back from the yeah well they didn't destroy the planet no they could have <laughs> not exactly the same um so what do you so they they disappeared presumably off to the uh the interdimensional rift the bend of time uh two times we got for the same thing why do you think that's happened because i'm thinking like omega is beating up shirio and he's like oh shit i don't have a dalamud to put this thing in what do i what, what, what do i do with it i don't know i'm having a hard time coming to a conclusion on this one so I'm, I'm thinking that the interdimensional rift is kind of like Ozma in a way where it's got this little like pocket dimension where it's just like, all right, I'm just going to, just going to shove this shit in here. Just get it out of the way. I guess it's a question if Omega's sealing Shinryu in the interdimensional rift or attempting to, mm. and, or if the interdimensional rift is a place that, so my theory is this. This is the theory that I've been working towards for a very long time now, even before we knew we got to see this battle. Mm -hmm. We've seen, we know the Isle of Val will be appearing in the expansion at some point. We know the Baldessians have played an important role. We now have mm -hmm. Omega, we now have Shinryu, we have the Interdimensional Rift. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that ultimately Omega and Shinryu are not the big baddies of the Interdimensional Rift. It's going to be X-Death. Or, yeah. some, or something That's... akin to X-Death, at the okay. very least why that's his that is he is the ultimate end goal of the original interdimensional rift and the isle of val was was vanished the same way that x death vanishes pieces of the world in final fantasy 5 and that's still gone completely unexplained at this point and we already sure. know the Asians aren't going to be playing as important of a role going into store blood well, like they're not they don't have to but then the isle of val's disappearance needs to be explained in in some way Mm -hmm. So I feel like something's going to happen. I, the last ball is going to be a giant tree. That's all I know. But how do you think they, um, if, okay, let's go with this possibility. How do you think they would present it? Do you think they would present it as a, as pretty much, you know, final boss of um, Bend of Time or um, Big Baddie going forward? No, definitely Bend of Time. Okay. He's like, if he's anywhere, he's he's a raid boss in the bend of time. Yeah. So I don't know. They just set up so much Final Fantasy V stuff that's been left yeah. unanswered, and now that's we've true. everything that's Final Fantasy V related at this point is completely unanswered. Like we, think, they've just set the pieces. I think that would be great. I just don't know how Omega and Shinryu ended up there. Right. Their attack, maybe. Who knows? Or yeah, he, or he brought them in. Who the fuck knows? Right. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I don't know. I'm just, I just know what the interdimensional rift's original purpose was not for Omega and Shinryu in 5. Mm -hmm. So they I'm looking... Yeah, they just happened to be there. So I'm looking beyond just them be playing an important role inside the interdimensional rift. This, this still kind of confuses me, though, because, I mean, we're getting a lot of 5, but we're getting into 12th Legion. That's why Raid and... Hmm. It's kind of like, like how we have Warring Triad with the 6th, Mm -hmm. And then everything else, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, so kind of existing side by side on that front. Yeah. So that's where I'm going with that battle played out. I'm, I'm, I'm banking on an N-X-Death. Maybe not X-Death himself. Maybe Nero becomes a tree. Who the fuck knows? Like, Someone's going to become a tree. <laughs> someone's going to become a tree by the end of this expansion. 
somebody's going to become a tree and try to destroy the world by consuming it into the rift and whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going with. You can f- feel free to disagree because there's nothing to found this. I just have to put pieces in places at this point. That's my crackpot theory, pretty much. Well, we've been seeing we've been seeing the tree of life uh, appearing as as like a, a a motif in a lot of places. We saw it through Coil. Yeah, we saw it in turn twelve. Uh, we saw it like associated with Sephiroth and a lot of that kind of stuff. And I feel like it's it's only a matter of time before we see like a real sort of historical payoff on that. Um, so the origins of all of that could be X death or or something in that field. I'd love to see that. That'd be cool. Be into it. I'll allow it. <laughs> Guys, Ethis has allowed it, so I yep. can ha- I can have this theory. Yep. I'm allowed to have it. Yeah. Sly, what do you what do you think, Sly? <laughs> Where are we going with Omega and Shinryu in the bend of time? I think it will ultimately ultimately lead to Exodus, but I feel like Exodus is going to play a bigger role. I I, I want to I want to say that it's going it's going to push forward past 4.0, but if I feel like the Tree of Life would be one thing itself. And then X death would be the result of what happens with uh, with the Tree of Life, and then going forward, that would probably X death would probably be the new raid. But eh, it'll be fun to see. Certainly will. I hope so. So the next thing we can get into then is our motivation for going to Doma. Okay, what's the motivation? Sly, what is Shinryu? Sly, a Durgan. Okay, but what kind of Durgan? Who is what is what is he identified as? He's one of the Durgan. He's one of um, Bahamut's. No, he's not. We already went over this. Nope. No. No, he's not one of Midgardzimer's brood. No, we already know the remaining two are Vertra and Asdaja. Asdaja. Yeah, forgot that. That's the one, Asdaja. He is a Doman god. Or the embodiment of what the Domans call the god Shinryu. Which means that Ilbert summoned a Doman god of well, all things. Or at least something in the, the image. Store, and we're like, oh, that looks like Shinryu. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm assuming is uh, a oh, yeah, the... of Seryu. Yeah. At the meeting, they were mentioning that Domans were mentioning Shinryu and like. Yeah the, do- yeah, the Domans were just like, oh my but, god, that's Shinryu. Okay. That's. that's... That's one thing. You think that we're going to be going to Othad to investigate Shinryu? I think that it's that on top of wanting the united front, mm. that that's going to immediately involve us with them. Even, like, before, even before that, there, uh, Gazetsu, when he spoke to Yigiri, his main thing was, our country needs you. Come back. Mm-hmm. Come back to your homeland. There has to be something else besides Shinryu. There, there, there oh, no, we're going with her back, too. We're absolutely going with her back. But I feel like the Garlanes are going to find out very quickly if Shinryu was in the Domans. Because they're, they're, they're currently blaming us. But they're yeah. going to find out that's a Doman, that that's in the image of a Doman god at some point. They're going to go over there. They're going to be like, what's up? What was that? What was that bullshit? Huh? What was that shit? <laughs> yeah. I like the way you pose it. What's this shit? What's this shit, huh? What happened? Look, I'm, I'm sticking to my original idea, which is that uh, our hand has been forced 
to effectively declare war on Garmold. Garmold is going to be hitting us with everything they've got through Giribanyo. We can't handle that. We need as many friends as we can get. We know that there are still uh, pockets of resistance in Othard, so, which uh, Gosetsu is familiar with and, and probably a, uh, you know, an important figure in, um, as is uh, Yugiri and Gosetsu's master, whoever that is. Um, so we're going to be going over there to be like, all right, look, we need to press the Garlands on both fronts because if we're fighting them on only one front, we are absolutely irreparably fucked. Um, so that's going to be our primary motivation. I'm also hoping that it's going to provide uh, a reason to bring the brood of Christ Velga uh, back into the story because we made some friends there and I really want to see them uh, fighting against the Garlands as well. Because if, if, free Tiamat. Well, the thing is, if we're going to have a realistic chance of fighting against the Garlands, like, all right, Ishgard is like a pretty big boon and all that. But it's already been established that Nidhogg could have destroyed Ishgard in an instant uh, whenever he wanted. So it's not like, you know, they were holding back a, a great worm or whatever. Um, I, I feel like we're going to have to get uh, Hreisvelga's children involved. We're going to need... Uh, the uh, the various resistant factions of Othard, and more importantly, we're going to need the nomadic Alra tribes on the Azim Steppe uh, to unite and uh, and uh, raise arms against the Garlands as well. And I think that's that's going to be the reason that we're going to Othard. Everything else is going to be secondary. So an Eastern alliance, so to speak, in yeah. kind of contrast to the Aortian alliance. Well, that's why I've been saying like it, we're we're moving into a world war, and it will literally be comparable to. World War One and World War Two, where you've got uh, these huge battles on on two different fronts, on an eastern front and a western front. Yeah, all we've all we've gotten is a is a bit of help from Shinryu with the tsunami attack that fucked up a bunch of Giribanya, which we can only assume damaged the front. Hold it that holds Giribanya for because they complained about it in the final scene. They're just like, yeah, kind of fucked it up, kind of fucked up Giribanya a little bit. Yeah. So. Um. So I, I don't know. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of places this can go, but I feel like the the Domans kind of just got roped in with us when they when just being involved in that battle, Shinryu, Yigiri being one of us, just, they're roped in. They know they know we've taken in Domans. We know we need them. Everything's yeah, gonna come together. I think that's part of it, but I'm sure that there will be just as active, if not more active, resistance cells in Othard as there are associated with Alamigo. And they're going to be more than happy to to join the fight. Will the the beast traps? <laughs> I hope so. That'd be will, fucking awesome. What happened? The will the beast tribes join us? Because they because there's beast tribes we get along with, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you. I still want all the beast tribes to have a quest that mm-hmm. ties them all together. All I, of them. I, I hope that Olympus will stop fucking with the Aorzean the beast tribes in particular as this is happening because of the same reason that he knows unless we have all the help we can get, we're just going to get stomped by the Garlands in a week. And Olympus does not want that to be no, clear. No, he, he doesn't want that. He wants a war to be perpetuated. He wants lots of chaos. He wants it to drag on and on and on and on. And I think he's going to recognize we need as much help as we can get as well. Fucking Olympus, man. He's. I hate this guy. <laughs> he's 
He's all. I love he, Elidibus. He's great. He's so such a not two dimensional villain. What an asshole. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Like we have a dude who's literally his fucking servant, like mm-hmm. on our side now. We can't forget that this dude literally calls Elidibus his master. That's true. And we don't know what he's gonna do in the fucking expansion so either. Do you think that'll that'll get us some pull with Elidibus? No, <laughs> he still not. wants Zodiac to come back. We can't ignore that. Yeah. So, um, so Uno Kalhai couldn't sway him in any way, Shane. No, no way. He's his master. No. He's not gonna listen to that fucking kid. <laughs> He's not gonna listen I, to I that think fucking it's, I think kid. It's possible. Honestly, he has no emotion. He's an Asian. I, I think that um, that uh, Uno Kalhai will give us some insight into Elidibus's, you know, thoughts and motivations, and mm-hmm. there'll be, it, it'll sort of provide us a link. Um, but it's not going to be a sympathetic one. No, at the end, at the end of it all, when Final Fantasy XIV is done and dead, Elidibus will turn into Zodiac and will kick his fucking ass, all right? God knows how many years from now, but it'll fucking happen, all right? All right, you heard it. Remember that, guys. Remember that. That's, that's my hap-Jesus prediction. Right. How many years from now? I got my X death prediction. I got my Z- Elidibus becomes Zodiac or imp- or beco- like physical manifestation of Zodiac, and he fucking dies. That's the last thing we do, and then guess what? Game's dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Right. Game's Game's dead after that. Mark the date. Clip it. Whatever you need to do to remember it. That's all you need to know. All right. Hmm. So we get this scene with Shinryu, we get the scene with Omega, they peace the fuck out, and we know we'll see mm-hmm. them in the internet. I love the fact that they actually couldn't see what was happening, so we go back to the scene. Afterwards, like, so what I happened? lost contact, but I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have to get told by everyone else, like, yeah, it was crazy. You should have seen it. It's like, I would love to have, but I, I didn't. So that's that's unfortunate. <laughs> I'm really surprised that Omega didn't have, like, a camera or something for them to, like... Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? You would think so. Right. But, uh, no, he doesn't. He just... just He's not about that. No, he just just does his own thing, and that's it. He's done. Probably in technology, he's not up there. No. And then the next big thing that happens is we finally get the answer that everybody already knew was the answer to the question that everyone was asking. For the reasons, though? So I like that I was right twice about this. That's all I'm happy about. For the right reasons, though? For the, yeah. No. Yeah, like, everybody, most people were right, but not for the reason they thought they were right. That's exactly it. Let, 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 me, let me tell you this one. So obviously we're talking about Ida Lease. Ida Lease. Uh, problem. So the people who were saying that the lady in red is Ida's sister, they were right. But they're right on a technicality. The people who are saying that it was Ida are also right, but unfortunately also right on a technicality. Here's the thing. It is, it is Ida. It's the same Ida that we've always known. Uh, the only time that we've ever seen the original Ida is in the flashbacks, the echo cutscenes that we see in 1.0 at the beginning of the Gridanian storyline. There's a couple of cutscenes where we see the original Ida. If you did not start 1.0 in Gridania, the only Eater 
that you've ever known is this, uh, this so-called lease. So the people who are saying the lady in red is Eda are, are correct. The people who are saying the lady in red uh, is Eda's sister, for the most part, we're implying that it was a different character than Eda that we've already known. Uh, and they were giving reasons like, oh, but, you know, our Eda's not a dancer. Our Eda is, you know, is this, is that, is not a, a particularly good monk, is whatever. Um, it's Schrodinger's Eda. Now, Listen. Mike Mike was saying that he thought that it was going to be the sister all along as an imposter. And he was absolutely right about that. As soon as they said I shouldn't have, as soon as Papalimo says, I, I, you know, curse me the day I gave you that mask. I was like, mm -hmm. that's, that's the giveaway. Mm -hmm. The book says she has a sister. She has However, a mask on. We, a lot of people were saying with the, the whole sister thing as well. And a lot, some people were even saying that there had to be some sort of a time skip or whatever to, to, um, to deal with this is uh, the fact that we've got uh, Gundabald saying to Ida, oh, you look like you haven't aged at all. And people have been thinking, oh, she hasn't aged since uh, the, the Garland resistance against King Theodoric. And no, that's, that's not right. She, he's saying that she hasn't uh, visibly aged since the fall of Alamigo, which was 15 years ago. And it's not inconceivable that a, a woman can sort of, you know, remain more or less the same in her physical appearance, particularly when she's wearing a fucking mask. Uh, in the space of 15 years. And we didn't know the age gap between Ida and Lise until now, but now we do, and it is about 15 years. So uh, that's, that's all very interesting. Um, the question that remains now is whether or not the real Ida is going to come out of the woodworks, right? Yeah. I think she has to. The body was never found. And no, I'm going to... Not, it's not because the body was never found. It's because... Why would they make this revelation if they weren't going to go somewhere with a real leader? They could just easily say like, oh, no, she's not a real scion. She's, a, you know, a, 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 she's political asylum seeker or whatever. She's important to the Alamegan resistance. And, you know, we just hit her all this time. They didn't, they didn't need to do the whole sister thing unless they're going to go somewhere with the, uh, the character of Eda that's been missing this whole time, right? Let me just take that opportunity to tell you guys, Xenos is not Ida. No. <laughs> and and we, to, to confirm that, we've actually had some data mining, which has shown us... We don't even need the data mining. We know no, about to Zeno. Absolutely, to absolutely put a nail in the coffin. Well, okay, yeah, we know it's the it's the son of of, of the current a pure born Garlean yeah, that is the Garlean. son of the current Legatus. Yeah. Uh, the current emperor. The current emperor. My bad. Yeah. Um, but we also have done some data mining. We've seen a full model of him without his mask. He's a blonde head, male Garlean with the third eye. Um, People who are saying, oh, but it could be a placeholder, you know, you do this model as a placeholder, this is a placeholder. That That's a, a placeholder. very, very specific placeholder. They wouldn't, if, if they were using a placeholder, they wouldn't have shown us his face under the mask. Except for that cutscene. But even then, it wouldn't be detailed. But it's the same face. Yeah. But it's, it's the, the same, same face as they yeah. showed under the mask. So, no. The other, because then the other theory, when you say that to people, they say, oh, well, maybe 
the real Xenos is all those things, but Eda's in the armor and pretending to be Xenos. I was like, stop, stop reaching, please. Plus he looks eerily just, similar. Just, to just, like, just like Lisa's not a dancer. You know just stop. I, I, the, the, the thing is that like every single sort of big twist or big reveal in mm -hmm. Final Fantasy XIV so far, ever since the beginning is like, oh, but this character is actually that character. That's, that's the, I, I swear, that's the only trick that the main scenario writers have. They did it with, uh, they did it with uh, Thancred and Lambre. They did it with Una Calhai. They did it with, sorry? Nail. They did it with Nail. Um, they've done so many, it's, it's the only, it's the only trick they've got. So honestly, it wouldn't be surprised me if, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they pulled it again, but when they pulled it with this Eater and Lease thing, I was like, come on guys, is that really, is that really all you've got? Is that the only way that you guys can produce like, uh, intrigue and those, oh my God moments are like, oh, well actually my real name is, fuck you. He's the same plot point again. That's a great name, but to have. You might get you might get a you might get a restriction on it. So you're, so you're saying Square Enix's uh, secret weapon is mask? Yeah, yes. and and it's I'm sick of it. Uno Kalhai was another one. Um, I I'm I'm trying to think of. There's so many. There's so many. Uno Kalhai wasn't as much though the as the other ones. Yeah, well, the Griffin exactly. The Griffin's the Griffin's a big one, was like, yeah. oh my god, the Griffin. Mm -hmm. I get that. The Griffin. Um, they they just they've they've overdone it. Like they, they need some more tricks. I mean, it was it was cool, but they need some more tricks. Um, but Eda, even bigger Eda does have to show up. Eda, yeah, Eda I think does. I think the fact that Eda's body was never found was other than them presenting the point for me. As soon as they said the body was never found, I was like, every time the body's never found, you fucking know. And don't but give me the Gaius bullshit. <laughs> but whether or not whether or not she's dead, like it does need to turn up at some point. I'm I'm yeah. still. Um, I don't know if I'm like putting money on it, but I'm hoping just because I think it would be a really uh, interesting plot point. I'm hoping that we find out that the, the real, real, I say, because the eater that we've been working with is the real fucking eater as far as I'm concerned, only eater we've ever known. But the real eater, I wouldn't be surprised if she has been not brainwashed, but she's come around to the, the, the Garland perspective and we see uh, these sort of two these two figures, both whom represent to the Almegans, uh, you know, their, their resistance against and their freedom from uh, the, the King of Ruin. Um, so one, one who's like, hey, we're much better under Garland rule. And the others who's like, no, the Garlands are, are no different. Um, and I think that would give a very personal touch to this sort of tug of war that the Almegan uh, that the, the current Alamegan citizens are going to be experiencing, which is like, hey, we've got this new Legatus and, uh, and he's a douchebag, even compared to Gaius Van Belsar, he's a tyrant. But at the same time, the, the Garland uh, occupation is all we've ever known because it's been going on for 20 years now. You know, we've grown up with it. So the real Eda with uh, Stockholm Syndrome in uh, Garland. Maybe, I, I don't think, I think Stockholm Syndrome might be underselling it. I think there is a very, very real argument for the fact that Alamigo is better off under the empire than they ever were when they were, you know, free, so to speak. They didn't get along with the other uh, Eorzean, uh, the rest of the Eorzean Alliance. In fact, the only time that the Eorzean Alliance ever came together and went to war collectively, the only time that Ishgard pulled their head out of their ass from the Dragon Song War and got invested in the rest of the realm's politics 
was to slap down the Alamegans. The Alamegans have been screwed over and over and over. And this attitude that Balsar has when he looks at Eorza and like, these guys are barbarians, they're not fit to rule themselves. There, there is a very, uh, a very real argument for that from the Alamegan side. So I don't, I think, I think saying it's Stockholm syndrome is sort of underselling it. I, I don't think you'd have to be under Stockholm syndrome to come to the belief that uh, Alamigo is infinitely better under Galen rule. But at the same time, um, conflict, like conflict in just in general, and the world has taught us this, conflict is a moneymaker. Conflict oh. does de definitely help um, in terms of development or advancement in uh, certain mm -hmm. countries. Mm -hmm. and, Depending on the conflict and depending on the time. So I wouldn't mm -hmm. say directly that it was um, Garl Mald that made Alamigo better. It was just a conflict. Sure. Well, they're, they're a lot more stable and secure now, is what yeah. I'm saying. And for the people to be kind of shaken out of that, and this is what's going to happen, I guarantee you. Xenos uh, being the, the new Legatus, the new Viceroy, being very different from Gaius. Um, he's going to escalate things. He's going to want to start up this conflict again, which is going to, you know, take the, uh, the Alamegans from, you know, the comfort of their, you know, Garland city walls or whatever, and get them back into the, the war machine. Um, that's going to shake them up a little bit. And Xenos is going to be the, of the idea of, Hey, look, the, the human races, the spoken races, uh, can summon primals too. Well, the Galilean policy was to destroy all the beast tribes precisely because they could summon primals. People are doing it now too. So as I've been saying, you know, he's going to want to aggressively push against Eorzea um, to the point of being some kind of genocide. And the Alamegan going to be looking at that as well and being like, all right, well, that's kind of fucked up. So it's not going to be the Galilean occupation and presence, which is going to uh, kind of push them to start to rebel so much as it's going to be the difference between guys as a leader and this crazy motherfucker Zenos. So that's crazy why. motherfucker. Um, so w w do you guys have anything to, to add about Lee's Peter? I mean, it's the lady in red now. We I like, was right. Fucking, it's the same, it's the same hairdo. It's the lady in red. Can we finally put that to rest? Well, I mean, not only that, but Yoshi P literally says you will find out who the lady in yeah. red is. Then people are like, but what if Ida is actually the lady in red and Lise is. If there's anyone in chat who still doubts that this Ida slash Lise is the lady in red, please let me know. Please tell me what you think. So I can, I can slap that down right now. So we can deal with that right now. Cause I don't want to hear it again. <laughs> So, Ethis, how do you feel about finding out that Ida is Xenos? Actually, how do you feel about finding out that Ida is Gaius as pretending to be Xenos? Oh, shit. <laughs> how, how, do, how do you feel that, that Thancred not being around this whole time is actually Xenos and Ida? That <laughs> Thancred was Ida the whole time. Can you believe that? And he just did like a, a, a switch. <laughs> Lee, the 3.56 is like, all right, I'm out. We're going to get this, this, this paid actor named Lee's to come in because I need to go and infiltrate uh, Garlemald's as Xenosia Galvis. And what did you guys think of that? That was crazy, wasn't it? Ethis, is that based on, that's based on nothing at all. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's what's going to happen. But their breast size are different. There's proof. <laughs> oh, my God.
That's the oh next my. one. Oh my god. The number of times I've seen that as the reason. Look, you can see. Look, Lisa's chest isn't as big. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Boob sliders. Yeah. Uh, there you go. More boob slider options in the expansion confirmed. Yep. No, it's not a second coming of Minferia. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> although, although I think there's a good chance we might see Minferia in, uh, in the interdimensional rift. That's, yeah, I've heard that theory a lot of times too. The Minferia thing I've heard a few I'm times. I'm kind of curious how that would put, kind of play out. So am I, but she, she can go whatever the fuck she wants. She literally can. Yeah, that's true. She's hiding at this point, you know, or she's released, but still, like, you know, she is. Fuck it. She's hiding. I don't fucking care. I know it's technicality, but whatever. I'm not seeing in the chat any, like, like serious challenges to, to Ada slash Lee being the lady in red. So I'm just going to assume that, that you're satisfied and that we've put that to rest, okay? You'll, you'll see right. in the comments. Don't worry. Yeah, I'll wait through the YouTube comments. Just go to those yeah. tomorrow. Have a have a grand old time. No, fuck you, at this <laughs> Chat's like they're gonna make Fantasia's uh, canon. <laughs> That's how they're gonna explain it. All right, this okay. is almost just about as bad as the fucking Blitz Bar. No, go. I don't. You dare. Don't, <laughs> don't you dare. I will come over there and I will slap you right in the mouth. What it like that or no the back backhand 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 okay yeah, right in the mouth. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Next point. All right, next point. I have to ask. Okay. It's not coincidence that when you combine their names, Ida and Lise, it's Ida. No, it's Ida Lise. I've been saying that. Ida Lise. Ida Lise. Uh, all right okay so where's that gonna go is, absolutely is nowhere but it has nowhere. to mean something right <laughs> does it i guess it does does it it was the first thing i noticed as soon as they said her name i said both their names back to back and i was like oh, oh my god <laughs> um so so what is uh return to edelis going to be i don't know <laughs> that's all i got all i all i got was their names or their names when you say them back to back is is Edelis. that's all i got do you oh, think that that was do you, do you think that that was just like some some lazy sort of naming no i think they just wanted us to remember that it was happening well that Edelis was happening that, that yeah they wanted people to say it they just wanted people to say it out loud and be like Oh, yeah. I think it is like there's nothing more to it than that. Then we get this at a Q and A, and we get the real reason why um, the naming kind of happening. We get a mm. bullshit answer. We find out that both Ida and Lise were captains of blitzball teams. Yeah. <laughs> Ida was actually the captain, and now Lise has to yeah. take over. And 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 Richard the Alamegan Abe's. Going to be a Blitzball themed 24 man raid series. I'm done. Yeah. You done? I'm done. That's that's the thing that duns you? Yeah. That's that's the thing? That's the one that gets you? Yeah. That's the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> camel's uh, back, if you were to cut it off, kind of looks like a Blitzball. 
Looks like it's got a blitz oh, ball stuck shit. under the skin. Oh shit! That's all it is. You know, I'll take the I'll take the Ida arguments over blitz ball any day. <laughs> well, remember Ida is Gaius, who is Zenos, <laughs> who is pretending to be the son, who is actually back in Garlemald. And then you find out that the actual emperor is pretending to. Never mind. The Illuminati confirmed. They're back. I guess I should say. I, I checked out as soon as you started talking. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need someone to do the whole the whole fucking. The, they pull up the map strings. and they start they start circling shit and like tying strings together and everything. Yeah. Strings and pictures and shit. Yeah. yeah. We need that to happen. Ida's her own grandmother. There you go. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, so we leave on that note. There, we, we've confirmed Ida is Lise, who is the lady in red, who's going to be part of our all-amigan front. I have a question regarding Pippin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is he actually going to be important finally? <laughs> they, they, I, I have, I'm under the impression Raban's dying. Look, it depends. No, Raban is not. No. They're going to murder yeah, his where, ass. Where would you get that from? I just think they're going to make Pippin take over at some point. That They, they put Pippin's there. Pippin's, Pippin's establishing himself. Raban's going to bite the fucking bucket fighting off the Garleans. People have got to start dying, okay? I think it's more likely that Pippin dies than Raban dies. No, Pippin's going to take over for Raban. Alright, well, you're saying, like, is Pippin going to become important? Is he going to, is he going to have a, a forefront role now that his, his fucking adopted father is, like, one so of who, the major factions here? Hey, factions so you're here. saying a forefront role in, um, uh, sort of the, the equivalent role, so, like, how Raban's role is a, is a forefront role? Because I wouldn't say Raban's role in the game is a forefront role, necessarily. Yeah, I would agree. Side character. You're just saying that Pippin's going to become a more salient side character than he already is. I agree with that. For sure. But he's still going to be a side character. There's this whole huge reveal about him at 2.55. And then is, there, is it that big a reveal? Yeah. It was the first time we met him. That's the reveal. That he exists. That he exists. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? You can't say that every new character that's introduced is a reveal. Was Ghost Dance a reveal? Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. They revealed him. All right. I think Raban has already got an ironworks arm. I think it's 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 hiding under the the it's just gonna be like, whatever. Yeah, and I think we're gonna get a reveal just in like the middle of a fight. He's gonna pull it out and he's gonna be like, oh yeah, should whip this up for me like ages ago. I kind of put Pippin in the same league as the guy you first meet uh, who's driving the cart. You play the game when you start. To he's play. never gonna be that important. He's just gonna be there. Yeah, he's just gonna be there. No, that's all he is. Like he, he's. Just, I mean, he's just um, Rob Bond's adopted son. That's all it is. I mean, eventually, yeah, I'll agree with you. Ultimately, Rob Bond will meet his end. Not anytime soon. Not anytime anytime soon. But once that happens, yeah, he might become a little more important. I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll like once it happens. I don't think he'll immediately take up the role that Rob Bond did. Hmm. But he's gonna have to learn real quick. Yeah, he, if Rabon does, it's gonna be half. It's gonna have to be as like the the sort of final blow that frees Alamigo or whatever. It's gonna be like Rabon's gonna one v one Zenos die, and then Pippin's gonna have to take over. All right. 
It's going to be kind of a lot. A lot and of then learning. Pippen's going to fall in love with Tataru, and that's going to go on its own tangent. But what about what about Wedge? Fuck Wedge. That motherfucker Wedge had that motherfucker had his chance. So so you reckon uh, uh, Wedge and Tataru is going to be me versus the guy? She tells me not to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, get the get writing on those fanfics, by the way. All right, sweet. I mean, you can always throw Pippin with with Cryo if you really want to not mess every anything up there. Nah, so, she Cryo would eat him alive. He maybe he wants that. Maybe. How you doing? How you doing? That's what he's doing. All right. So, other than that, all we have left is Nero is still hanging around. Gosetsu mm-hmm. and Yagiri are on their, or we're assuming are on their way back. They're probably still in Aorzea, and they're going to be like, yo, we really have no way to get back. Can you seriously not make us do that? Yeah, we're going to be going with them. Yeah. yeah. Your theory of us going through the ship graveyard, of course, mm-hmm. which is the, it's just likely, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then that's it. Now we, now we wait for Stormblood. That's it. It's done. Everything's done. We close. See you guys in June. See you guys in June. That's it. Show's over. Till See you June. In church. Fuck it. See you at church. No, it's not. Um, overall, I like 3.56. It's fun. Yeah, it's great. And I'm looking forward to the raid. Something that they definitely didn't do right with Alexander. <laughs> Could have done better. Yeah, that's one way of putting it. We talked about this a thousand times. Yep. You know that I still, I loved Alexander. Could have done better. Oh, there's there's a good question in chat actually. What about uh, Vidargelt? So we know that Vidargelt is uh, Theodred, the son of Theodoric. Yeah, he's been hiding and changed his name and all that. Um, and a lot of people have been thinking, well, he, surely he must have a, a, a salient sort of role to play in Stormblood. I just want to remind people that everyone alive in Alamigo and everyone alive in the Alamegan Resistance, um, as you know, some of them hate the Empire, some of them love the Empire. They all hated. Theodoric. And the, if, if Vidargelt stands up and says, oh, hey, I'm Theodred, son of Theodoric, come and follow me, they're going to fucking chop his head off. Um, so the monk job quest is going to be dealing with that problem for him, but he's not going to be able to be like a, a uniting uh, image for the Alamegans. That is going to be Ada uh, slash Lise. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder where that's going to go. That's, that's going to be interesting. It certainly is. Isn't he on the... Is he on the artwork? I don't remember. Vidargelt? Yeah, Vidargelt. No, I don't think so. Stormblood. Um, the, the artwork of uh, the, the Warrior of Light as a monk. Some people were looking at that and being like, is that Vidargelt? No, nah, Vidargelt's a Highlander. Um, he's, not, he's not on the artwork. Yeah, we see, we see Ida at we the see very top. We see who the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know who that is. Um, that I'm I'm thinking might be the real Ada. Oh, you mean the sister? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you have Yugiri. You have a samurai dude who doesn't look like Gosetsu. No, it's not Gosetsu. You have the monk who's the warrior of light. You have yeah. Xenos. Mm-hmm. And mine cuts Gosetsu. off. And I can't see the last one. Yeah, Gosetsu, Yugiri, and Raban. Raban. There you go. Okay. Yeah. All right, and uh, we'll just have to see where uh, where that takes us. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to it. 
Hi. 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 Oh, okay. I found I found the full one. Okay. Oh, that other person is not Yagiri, the person I was thinking of, the person at the top right with the black hair. No, it's No, that's not Yagiri. I think that is either I th I think that that's probably going to be the leader of uh Kugane. Yeah. Um the alternative is that that could be the the master. But I think that the samurai we're seeing there is probably the, the master that Yugiri and Gosetsu are referring to. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Good call. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that little, uh, that little bit. Yeah. I guess there's one other thing we can briefly mention before we wrap up the show. Sure. Mm -hmm. WrestleMania. <laughs> so Stormblood was an official sponsor of the NXT TakeOver on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And then an official sponsor of WrestleMania mm -hmm. that Sunday. And Xavier Woods, who... Who's his wrestling name? That is his wrestling name. No, I thought he had a different... I guess it's somebody else. I guess I'm thinking somebody else. Well, he has a... I forget what his real, real name is. But yeah. Wrestling name. Okay, Xavier Woods is the wrestling name. And then his other... Yeah, okay. Um, he's a member of... Uh, group called new, day. new new yeah new day and last year they came out dressed as dragon ball z characters this year they came dressed as in a very odd interpretation of a red mage a samurai and of all the jobs to pick as the third one a scholar <laughs> and was it a scholar i thought it was red mage monk and samurai i don't remember the last one was wearing something i didn't fucking recognize it was it was monk. it was it was, it was red mage monk and samurai I, I i only read the reddit thread where they said scholar and i just rolled with right. it but they look nothing like the af yeah no no that is the af didn't you know that's oh of course yeah 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 and they're pushing a, a what was this like an ice cream cart or something yeah. an ice cream ice cart sugars, with a fat chocobo. chocobo on the front and then yeah. they had the moogle on the thing yeah. oh. and the announcer's like yes i love Final fantasy. <laughs> I'm looking down there, and there's uh, there's there's definitely chocobos Chocobo? and <laughs> I sure love Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking announcers just so confused by it. Oh god. Oh, they were so fucking confused by it. Oh man. And uh, yeah, that was that was Final Fantasy 14's. Uh, that was their impact on WrestleMania. It, honestly, just it's hilarious if you watch the whole thing. <laughs> just, it was it was pretty funny. It was, it was pretty, pretty funny. It was pretty fucking funny. I gotta admit. Oh man, I think Xavier Woods plays Bart. Yeah, he plays Bart on Fairy. On Fairy. Fairy. I gotta harass him. The crowd is like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What? You have that one guy in the crowd who's a Final Fantasy XIV fan. Yeah! <laughs> that one guy. He's just super, super. I like Hammer's theory here. That advertisement probably cost us a raid tier. <laughs> That's where the other 24 million went out of the budget. Like, is that. You're probably right, and like, is, oh, wow. that gonna, is that actually going to bring any subscribers in? Where the people in that audience who are oh, like, oh, fuck, I need to play this. Final Fantasy. <laughs> uh, get me some of those. Like a station at, you think they had a station there at WrestleMania where they could actually try it out? No. <laughs> okay. Because they would have seen Stormblood, then they would have gone over to the thing, and it would have just said Heavensward. They would have been like, "That's not the fucking game that they were showing." But they didn't even say Final Fantasy fourteen when they came they said out. Final yeah, Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Yeah. 
Oh my god, the crown guy. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, Xavier Woods apparently has a YouTube channel also. He streams from time yeah. to time. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what his YouTube channel is off the top of my head because I'm not, I'm not, a, I don't follow wrestling at all. All I know is Undertaker retired, Goldberg lost. That's it's all I, up, those up, are wrestlers I knew when I grew up at the very least. Up, up, down, down. That's the name of his uh, YouTube channel. Up, up, down, down. There you go. Up, up, down, down is his YouTube channel. So if you want to see someone who is a professional wrestler who also plays a bard on Ferry, go to his YouTube channel, up, up, down, down. And, uh, that is that is where you can enjoy streams from just, time to time. Videos of him playing WrestleMania as himself. <laughs> yeah, that's not it. But that's that's not what it is. But uh, you know that's that's what it is. I I'm not, I thought it was cool. It was entertaining. That's that's for fucking certain. It was entertaining, and besides, any any sort of advertisement for the game is is pretty cool. Sure. And the dance was just. A new day. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Please you've watch never, it, guys. You've never seen a new day. I don't literally zero wrestling. I don't follow wrestling yeah, at all. I don't weird. hate it. I just don't follow it. What you saw there was pretty much par for the course. I mean, so, I remember. I remember what I grew up with when I watched when it was when it wasn't even WWE. It was still the WWF. Yeah. And you had Raw and WWE. That. Like that's what I remember. That's it's my my knowledge ends. At, my, my knowledge ends at that dude who took Stone Cold Steve Austin and hung, and pretend, pretended to hang him over a bridge. That's that's where it, it all ends for me. Dude with the 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 United States wrestling outfit. Kurt. I remember it's like a low Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Kurt there Angle. you go. Kurt yeah. Angle. That's that's where my wrestling knowledge ends. Is that Kurt Angle holding Stone Cold Steve Austin and saying he'll throw him over a bridge if he doesn't give him a, a title fight at the next WrestleMania. That's all I remember. So. And, no and, and Vince yeah. McMahon almost losing an arm wrestling competition against against a dude who, like, I think he had, like, a prosthetic leg or something. Or <laughs> I don't remember. And he um, said that if he beat him in an arm wrestling competition. This was after Vince McMahon did steroids. I don't know. Just that's things I just saw. These are the remnants of what I can remember. So go watch WrestleMania. <laughs> go watch what's left over of WrestleMania. If you take nothing home from this episode... Yeah, or snap it and go snap it to a Slim Jim while you're at it. Rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace, Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. All right, on that note, though, see, at this is completely, at least I know some things, all right? Oh, yeah, Trump was in wrestling. Let's not do that. Anyway, moving on. That's going to be a wrap for the show this week. Next week, we're going to be doing Aeor Zivia. Um, I think it might just be me versus Sly. No, no teammates? No, you don't want to do a tag no, team? No, I want to... Uh, this is the last one of... of, of uh, and besides, after the last one where you and I tied, after Ethis figured out he didn't know how to fucking count, I think we need a, a, an even rematch where it's just you and I to get the right... Nice middle finger. But uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> we need... <laughs> we, we need we need a fair rematch, one versus one. Okay. Sounds good. All so right. with that said, if you guys want to submit some questions, because I'll take all the help I can get, and if they're, if they're good questions that haven't been used before, they will appear, and I will uh, credit you with them. You can either email me, ethisffxiv at gmail.com, or you can join the official Chub Club Discord and uh, send me a, a direct message there. Tag team Helena. That'll be in the description. <laughs> you know, my favorite thing that I read that I didn't acknowledge at the whole show was, the only reason it, they they didn't have Ida age at all was PS3 limitations. 
<laughs> well, I mean, they, they've been saying that the science have like discovered a way to like prevent themselves from aging. And you're totally right. It's because they don't want to have to fucking update their models. Unless they have to for Thancred, apparently. Sort of. All right. But on that note, we're going to wrap up the show. So, gentlemen, why don't you tell the, uh, the people where they can find you at, at this? We'll, uh, we'll start with you. Oh, well, Shitty as I camera. already said, if you, uh, what's wrong with my camera? It's just, it's grainy, man. Really? It's always grainy. It's a new camera. It's just zooming no, out of the place. Slice, really... Slice looks fine to me, but yours always looks like shit to me. As I said, uh, if you guys want to submit questions for Aozivia next week, uh, you can either email me at ffxiv at gmail.com or you can submit a question uh, to me directly uh, by joining the, the Chub Club Discord server and uh, send me a direct message. Otherwise, you can find me on twitch.tv slash ethisasher where I stream five nights a week. Uh, you can find me on youtube.com slash ethisffxiv where we're going to be starting to, to kick things up again in preparation for Stormblood and uh, talking about law and speculation leading into that. Uh, or on Twitter at ethisffxiv. What about you, Sly? Well, you can find me on twitch.tv slash slyakgrayfox. You can find me on Instagram at slyakgrayfox07. You can find me on Twitter at slythefox. Uh, you can normally find me on Behemoth, but yeah, uh, there's a thing tonight. There's a little thing happening. Super fucking lame thing. Eat a dick, Happy. Eat a dick. Um, yeah, I will be going live tonight, uh, 11.30 p.m., so it won't be right after this. It'll be 11.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It'll be a 30-minute pre-roll just to get everybody in. Once the countdown clock hits zero, Persona 5, be there. I I'm ready for this. I have beer. I have snacks. I have healthy snacks. I have... I have... Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty much... What would be... Sufficient enough beer and food for a week. I'm probably gonna go through. Next you know, beer is not a great food for marathoning, Sly. But I also have Gatorade. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so fuck you. Yeah. But I also have Gatorade. <laughs> but I also have Gatorade. I prep for this. water. Sucks. Gatorade's better. Yeah. Gatorade. H two O. Yeah. Um. I'll be starting uh 11:30. Um. Yeah, just check the Twitter. Check my Twitter, twitter.com slash slidefox. You'd see the tweet pinned. You should retweet that, everybody. Come come for the persona. You're the hype. We've given away 30 copies over the countdown, which is fucking nuts. Plus other stuff too, like statues and art books and soundtracks. And that'll probably still be going. So definitely be there. Happy, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me, Mr. Happy127, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all those places. I'll be play, playing Persona 5, but not at midnight, because I don't want to. <laughs> I just don't want to. I don't want to start playing at midnight and then be burnt out by 9 a.m. and then sleep all day and be fucked for an entire week. I'll, save, I'll save that for Stormblood. That's, I'm getting breakfast delivered and everything. I'm fine. Yeah. That's what I would. That's what I would do. I'd just yeah. get the breakfast delivered. Uh, I was gonna. I was gonna ask you something, Sly, and I totally forgot. It wasn't important. It was just a joke I was gonna make that I forgot. That wasn't good enough for me to remember anyway. So, that's 
well, the best way to look at it. Most of my jokes are good enough for me to remember, but oh, that yeah? one wasn't. Yeah. It'll pop into his head in uh, post-show. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. That works. That works. All right. On that note, everyone, we're going to wrap the show. We'll see you next week for Aorzivia, the finale, the final Aorzivia for, for, for Heaven's Word. For Heaven's Word. Ooh. The final one for Heaven's Word. There's nothing else to do with fucking Aorzivia about till fucking after Stormblood. That'll be the next yeah. one after this. Be like five months from now. Yeah, it's the last one until the, ne- the next it's one. It's the last one until the next one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, thank you for joining us. We will see you next week, which it'll be on Tuesday again, by the way. And until then, take care. Bye! Stop waving like a, like a fool. It's going to be the outro that takes forever, by the way. No music, so fuck it. Outro taking a while works as well. <laughs>